Hello, I'm Elaine. I'm a redhead that reads Reddit, and I'm here with producer Dan. Hello. As always. As always. <laughs> As always. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Redhead Reddit or find me on Reddit, user Redhead Reads Reddit. And um, we've had a little break. Just a little break. Just, just a What would you say to a little break? I'd say, hello, a little break. <laughs> and that's what we said. <laughs> hello, a little break. <laughs> so we're back now, season two. Season two, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Season two, episode one. Oh my God. So does this mean that going forward we have to stick to 15 episodes per season or is it just when we want to break next time we're going to stop again? Um, I think we'll just we'll see find we out. We'll find, we'll find out. So it'd be season two, episode one, season three, episode <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, well, you've been away a little bit of work, haven't you? And it's and been it's been sounds like a profession. It's been three weeks since our last podcast. Been three weeks. I've uh, I've only been away for two days. <laughs> But yes, I have been away. It felt like longer. <laughs> I know um, I've been away because I come back and check the uh, the dishwasher, <laughs> <laughs> and you and two teenagers practically have used up all of the cups in the house. Yeah. Um, all of the forks, most of the spoons, a lot of teaspoons, but not one single knife. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure how that happened. Because <laughs> me neither. I just suppose actually we, we ate quite a lot of pastry type stuff. You know. Right, okay. I saw the pizza slicer have been used as well, so you had yeah. pizza at one stage as well. Yeah, uh, so. that did happen. So yeah, we, we eat very simply when you're not around. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, quite often if it was just me, I would just go, I'll just have cereal for every single meal. Yeah, I remember when we first met. Yeah, that's what I used to do. Yeah. Porridge. Porridge for breakfast, lunch Porridge and dinner. and cornflakes. And sometimes some popcorn. Mm. <laughs> popcorn. Popcorn for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I have an amazing diet. <clears throat> what have we got today? So today uh, we've been looking at malicious compliance oh, yeah. uh, subreddit, which I like, um, and this one is by Scree RCT, and it is. <laughs> he looked at me and said, meant, "That's meant to mean something to me." I don't know. I'm trying to trying to work out what. So <laughs> I thought, is this... Scree is in uh, lowercase and RCT is in uppercase, and I'm trying to figure out what RCT is. I, I thought is there some something really obvious that I've missed here that I'm supposed to pronounce it a certain way the way you looked at me. <laughs> Scree. Um. So, this is called No Sick Days Allowed. Okay. So, I worked in a bike shop for eight years and it was a brilliant and awful job. Awful, being that I hated my boss. Proper dick when it came to your well-being. If you were sick, he'd drive to your house and knock on your door, trying to convince you to come to work. This was mainly because he'd want to leave early in the afternoon to do paperwork, in quotes, and couldn't leave the other staff member on their own. There were only three of us, including the manager. I gave in to this bullying for years, coming into work, throwing up out the back door, while selling a bike was one of my personal favourites, especially when the customer expressed his worry to my manager and got laughed off. Let's call my manager Asshat. <laughs> anyway, one December, the viruses were going around. Everyone was getting it. Obviously, dealing with hundreds of customers a week, I was bound to get it. I got it. And I got it bad. I ended up bedridden on my day off and text Asat that I wouldn't be in tomorrow, as I'd need to go to the doctors. The phone starts ringing off the hook. Messages left, right and centre. Then, the knocking at my door. I couldn't answer it, as I could barely walk downstairs to do so. He was there for a good 20 minutes before he finally gave up. He messaged me later on that day, sorry, later on that night, saying if I didn't come in, then I'd lose a day's pay, because I was on a part-time contract at the time, but I was working full-time hours. Then it hit me. I can really screw him over here. I love that feeling. <laughs> I didn't need the money at the time as I worked in a pub on a night as well, which topped up my wages quite generously. So I messaged him back. No problem. 
I'll go on to my contracted hours. See you in two days when my shift starts again. All I got back from ASAP was, ha ha, okay. I came in two days later, still in an awful condition, but able to get on with some work whilst coughing my lungs up. Asshat stops reeling off the Christmas orders. Now for a bike shop, it's a military operation of booking in so many bikes a day to be built and to be collected. You'd get 10 to 12 bikes in to build for the next day. Then you have to make sure that today's bikes were picked up or moved back into storage. That alone is a full day's job on top of selling bikes and parts, etc. We also did car auto parts like bulbs and batteries. So in the winter, you can imagine how many of these we were changing on top. So you'll build around 220 to 270 bikes in December alone just for Christmas, on top of any other sales you might get in on the day. So roll on my first day back. I get my bikes built, get customers served, all sorted. This was Wednesday. So I tell Asat I'll see him Friday, as that was my next contracted day. Say what? No, you'll be here tomorrow. Got a lot on this month. Me. No, I'm part-time. I won't be in. My contract says so. Stop being daft. Get your arse in tomorrow, says Asshat. Sure enough, I don't turn in. Come Christmas Eve, it's the biggest fucking mess you've ever seen. There are bikes everywhere. No one's collecting them, and those who are, their bikes haven't been built. The worst Christmas ever recorded in that shop. No one was paying for bikes because they couldn't collect them due to them not being built, or they're in storage 15 minutes away, and the Asshat can't get out of the shop to go and grab them for the customer. So, guess who got handed a lovely, shiny, full-time contract with sick days, a higher wage, and an apology on New Year's Eve? I was there another year, and I never got bugged for taking a sick day ever again. Edit, it wasn't Halford's. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the guesses, but no, it wasn't independent business. To be fair, to be screwed over that much by your boss, it's got to be an independent business, hasn't it? It really has, yeah. Wouldn't get away with it in corporate, would you? No. Um, I love the fact that uh, he calls his boss Asshat, A-double-S. Yes, um, and that you pronounce it Asshat, because I would still say Arse. Arse hat. Arse hat. Yeah. Oh, no, well, Arse hat is... What? I don't know. I, I've, hmm. But then I think he's actually... It's a British person. Yeah. Which I found bizarre that he called it. So, yeah, well, he, and he used the word Arse. Hmm. Spelt hmm. properly in the, uh, in the thingy. But uh, we've all had bosses like that. Have you had bosses like that? Yes. Is there a story there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, she says, yes. Um, I, I think... Well, it says a lot that there was a particular boss that I had um, years ago when I worked briefly in sales. Um, and at the time, it was when The Office had just come on the TV in Britain. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't watch it because David Brent's character was so similar to him, even down to the motivational shit on the walls. I couldn't stand it. It was just I was going into work and dealing with it every day with him. He was just insane. But no, I couldn't watch it. And I still I don't like The Office because it's just... The scars are too deep. Oh, bless you. Is that I mean? know. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what the worst bosses I've ever had. But I've had a few really shitty bosses. But Yeah, I haven't had one quite like that. But yeah, this, this particular one was... I used to work for a company, which is part of the big bank actually, but they were, um, they were a loan company and they were very, very salesy, very target driven. Mm. Um, and quite often you'd see... Um, members especially newer members of staff going out for a chat in the car park with a manager and then not coming back so you'd have uh, some go out for a car park chat and they'd get in the car park and they'd be told nope you're not doing well enough off you go that'd be it brutal sales yeah. is brutal yeah sales is a brutal role it really is really bad mm. um should we go on to the comments yes so we've got inane ramblings who said yo who the fuck allows a boss to come knock on their private residence when they've called in sick i would politely tell them in no uncertain terms are they allowed to do that? And if they persisted, make it absolutely clear 
that they are diminishing the line between work and home, and if they continue to be as disgustingly unprofessional as that, expect a phone call to the police for trespass. That's kind of assuming that you um, don't need the job at all, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'll say, yeah, if, if, if you do that, you're not going to have a job to go back to, are you? Not. And I think that's the difficulty. It's obviously a big company. Obviously, they are bound by the law, and the law yeah. is that you can't disturb somebody if they're off sick. You can't harass yeah. them. Um, but you have a HR department to go to and all the rest of it to warn the management that they're stepping yeah. on toes and what have you. Whereas with a small company like that, it's, um, it's completely different. It's a completely it? different ballpark. Um, um, and then the OP has replied to that. Different laws in the UK, I guess. He just did what he wanted because he could. And you had the fear of losing your job if you didn't comply. He got us wrapped up pretty good for about six years. Yes, I think that's it, isn't it? You, you take a certain amount of crap yeah. for, for in order to pay your bills. <laughs> And especially when you're younger as well. Oh, gosh, yeah. When you're yeah. younger, you take a lot more crap. When you yeah. get older, you're like, oh. Being in our mid-twenties, like we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> getting in our, <clears> our early two. 40s. <laughs> yeah, I certainly wouldn't put up with a lot of shit that I would have done no. a decade or two ago. Absolutely not. No. Um, Murray 606 has commented, I know exactly what it's like to work for an asshat. 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 <laughs> My old boss, also an independent business, was the worst human I've ever met. Girls made up about 85% of his workforce and none of us were ever over the age of 26. He'd often swear at us for not doing our job fast enough. Couldn't clean the mixing bowls thoroughly because he expected them to be done in 30 seconds. I worked eight hours a day, but if the job wasn't done, I was expected to stay on and do it, even if an order was coming in and I was just about to leave. Note, I was a standard worker, not a manager. My wage was basic. No lunch breaks at all. Often threatened with being fired for being ill. The last straw for me was when I got pregnant. He told a customer that it was an unplanned pregnancy. It wasn't. I then got very ill and was hospitalised. He texted me to say, he is the boss, that he demands I'm back in the work the next day, or I won't have a job to go back to, and that it's only pregnancy, it won't kill me. That night, I had to have my daughter because my body was giving up. She was three months premature. I came round from surgery and had a lovely text from him. I ignored it and I swore I would never go back, and I didn't. I now work with managers who could not be nicer to me. And my old boss, he lost almost all of his workforce, and now his business is up for sale. Good riddance. You. You. Yes. That reminds me when I was uh, again back in that same place, and I became manager. Mm. And my previous manager told me never to hire women because they fall pregnant and get ill a lot. Yes. It's a lovely compliment. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all illegal that. No, no, not at all. No. I remember that. I got asked in an interview um, whether I was planning to have children soon. This is when I was younger. And I was like, pretty sure it's against the law. But... <laughs> did you just say no? I lied and said, yeah. yeah. No, I've got no, no no intentions at all. And to be fair, I wasn't in a rush. But... Mm. Got any plans? Nope. No plans. No plans. Oh, look, unplanned pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, crispy Fiat. Fiat? Crispy Fart? I want, crispy to say, I want to say Crispy Fart, but it's Crispy Fiat. <laughs> says, I'm amazed that you got an apology. And OP replies, he lost a lot of money and I assume his wife had a word with him to find out why. That's the only theory I could come up with. He was forced by his wife to apologise and better my contract. Yes. Right. And then the next story we've got is from, um, I don't work here, lady. Which is also, <laughs> which is another really good one. This is possibly my favourite subreddit. Is it? Yeah. Um, the, the stories get... Very repetitive after time, but there yeah. is an absolute gold in there. There is. And it, do you know what? It, it's hilarious because I do remember this wasn't quite an I don't work here lady, but it, it was a similar one in that I used to work at um, a catalogue shop similar to Argos in the UK. 
Um, and have I told this story before? Probably, but carry on. <laughs> You're looking at me as if... <laughs> I'm just looking at you with laughter in my eyes. Again, <laughs> again. Uh, yeah, so um, at the time when I was working there, Teletubbies were a huge thing in the UK. And yeah, um, yeah I, I'd gone out on my lunch break. So I was in a completely different shop wearing my uniform <laughs> for this catalogue shop. Um, and somebody came up to me and asked me while I was buying my lunch in like a news agent if I had any Teletubbies. <laughs> I was like, I'm just me. checking my fanny. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this one that I smuggled out. It's a little bit smelly. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so this is I Just Got Fired. And it's by It's a Burner SN. I never thought I'd experience this in my lifetime. I'm a hard worker, extremely dependable and respectful. Not sure how I could lose a job like this, especially when I only just got it. So I work late and just about every night for the past few weeks, at least, I stop by Walmart to get something for dinner. I usually get off around midnight and stop by on my way home. Every time I'm at Walmart, barely anyone is there except for the night crew, stocking up the store and doing their own thing. Now, from what I have noticed, they don't have much for uniform. Many of them are in hoodies or jackets of different colours, just to add some context. I showed up last night and I'm wearing a hoodie. I begin to walk up and down the aisles trying to figure out what I want for dinner. I'm thinking pasta. And I walk past a few guys who are loading the shelves. All of a sudden I hear this guy yelling. The voice gets louder. Hey, hey, are you listening? I turn to look to see what is going on and this guy approaches me. You're late again. Don't think I haven't noticed you walking in the door after 12. I begin to laugh, thinking that the guy's joking around. Before I can even say anything, he jumps on me. You think this is funny? Your job must not be important to you. I want you to follow me to the office. Now I'm completely confused and I start looking around like I'm on some hidden camera show. He starts to walk off and I turn around and go back to shopping. He comes back a minute later and starts to yell. You want to be fired because if you don't come with me right now, I will fire you. I start to laugh even harder and then I ask him, what's my name? He gives me this puzzled look so I ask him again, what's my name? Do you even know who I am? He looks at the other guys in the aisle who have stopped stocking the shelves at this point to watch this event unfold. He then looks back at me, trying to figure out what exactly to say before back to me before his head explodes. Good luck filing the paperwork to find me when you don't even know my name. I continue to laugh at this whole stupid charade. I pick up some ingredients for spaghetti, trying to give this guy a clue. He storms off and I look at the other guys in the aisle. I'm sure he'll figure out eventually. I don't work here. They start laughing and I go on. I can't believe I lost the job. I just found out I had it in the same night. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. It reminds me of, um, there's a, a famous story about Brian Clough, the football manager. Right. So for those who don't know football, soccer, um, Brian Clough was uh, very well respected and quite frightening. Was he Nottingham Forest? He was indeed. Well done. Oh my God. <laughs> he was Nottingham Forest for a long, long time and he, he won <laughs> European Cups with them and everything. Um, and he was feared by all the team. And... One day he rang through to the, um, I think he was, he was phoning down from his office to the dressing room and there were apprentices in there. And one of the apprentices answered the phone and went, what do you fucking want? And Brian Clough went, young man, do you know who this is? And the apprentice immediately realised it was the manager and mm -hmm. he was in an awful lot of trouble. And then he thought in his feet and he went, no, do you know who this is? And Brian Clough went, no, it will fuck yourself then, put the phone down. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Back to the comments. Uh, Maze Mouse says, if he's doing that shit out in the open, he's probably known for being an arse to his employees. Should have gotten his name and reported his arse to corporate. Yes. 
And um, Kennedy12 has responded to that saying, I was hoping that somebody would say this. Reporting him could help out his actual employees. Also, I believe Walmart receipts have a survey you can take online. You should take the survey and write about your experience. On that note, there's lots of places these days that offer surveys. They do. And if you go somewhere regularly, even if they're not exceptional, you should still give some good feedback. Do you? Yeah. Do you? I do, yeah. Wow. Some places like Costa that I'm in all the time and the Tesco's that I go to a lot. It's because you live in Costa. I do live in Costa. <laughs> um, but I always think it's nice because people are very, very quick to complain when something goes wrong, which yes. is fine. Mm. But, you know, people do their job every day, day in, day out, with no issues at all. Every now and then it's just nice to put in a... So-and-so served me well. This is something that I really like, actually. About um, Every year, my family, we go to Centre Parks mm-hmm. uh, for, for a break around Easter time. Um, and they, after you've stayed at Centre Parks, it's like a holiday resort in the UK, after you've stayed there, they send um, like a little survey thing through to your email addresses for you to, to fill out and you can win money off your stay and all the rest of it for the next time. Um, but in there, they say about, you know, what was, you know, what was a great experience? Um, is there any particular staff member that you want to... Yeah. flag as having been outstanding and it's lovely because you do we're, and we tend to because we know that's coming up as well when we're doing activities with the children if somebody's particularly helpful and brilliant with them we'll be like they can know that person's name it's nice to be nice uh space jack rabbit says pretty sure walmart employees are required to wear a name tag that would have been easy and definitely what i would have done no one deserves such an incompetent manager this Can't... is true go on sorry I was going to say, I can't believe that Space Jack Rabbit is calling out OP if they're not wearing a name tag when he didn't work there. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, that doesn't always follow though, because I worked, when I worked at that catalogue shop, um, some customers would come in and they would overuse your name, thinking that they were being really clever and funny. So you'd be standing there helping them, they'd be like, oh, thanks, Elaine. That's so helpful, Elaine. So, Elaine, how long have you worked here, Elaine? And you're like, fucking knobhead. Standing there having to take all this shit. People who work in retail, they, they take so much shit. They really do. Mm. Um, and people act as if you're thick as picture. And you kind of go, most of us are actually studying degrees. We're just doing this part-time. Fuck mm. off. <laughs> but anyway, I got really tired of this. And I had to go into like the back room to collect something for them. And when I went in, I was moaning about it. And I swapped name tags with one of my colleagues. So when I went back out again onto the shop floor and he went to say my name, I had a name tag changed and it said Beth. But fuck off, you arsehole nice. so yeah so the name tag doesn't always follow because i carried on wearing somebody else's name for quite a while yeah i just thought it's just so much easier and then you could be as rude as you like because yeah. they're going to grass up best yeah absolutely yeah. and then i'll just throw that away <laughs> i hate it it doesn't happen so much nowadays but i remember like 20 years ago and sorry it's an american thing when you go into a shop and they see your name on your card ah mr smith how are yes. you? Like, don't fucking talk to me. Just yeah. send me my pick and nits. No, absolutely. <laughs> pick and nits. I love how that's where you're going to buy. <laughs> how bad are you? You buy pick and nits on a credit card. Mr. Ow. Smith, oink, oink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just made me think, though, that... Because <laughs> we were saying about this on Twitter, weren't we, that I'd commented about how um, I was feeling peckish one night, and I said to you... <laughs> I said to you... Am I hungry or am I just being piggy? And what did you do? I don't know, darling. What did I do? <laughs> he oinked at me, <laughs> which in fairness worked because I did walk away from the crisps. <laughs> I think I answered you. I think I just did say, I don't know, darling, which one are you? And then oinked at you. And I only did that because I was away for the next couple of nights. And I was really quite brave. 
Yeah, I've just reminded it yeah. myself of it now, so I'll, I'll punish you now. <laughs> um, back to the comments. <laughs> Chad Fiendeman. It's quite good. Is it Fiendeman? Fiendeman oh, or Flenderman? Flenderman. Oh, it might be Chad. Chad Flenderman. I'm looking at an angle. Reminds me of a time I got suspended from school a year after I graduated. I worked at a gas station in my hometown and I had to walk by my high school to get to work every day. One day, like 20 minutes after I got to work, I get a call from my dad who, while giggling, says that I've been suspended. I was like, what? He explained that the high school principal called him and explained that he had watched me leave the school to skip class and that I will be suspended for the next two days. My dad put it together pretty quickly and just went along with it. He told the principal that he's not sure what is wrong with me, but he'll have a stern talk with me. Nice. <laughs> I wonder if he, if the principal saw him for the next two days wandering through school going, I've suspended him. What's he doing here? Yeah, wandering past. Yeah. More <laughs> cocky. Right. And that is everything we've got. It is everything we've got. Yeah. So we'll get back on Reddit straight away and start uh, researching the next one. For, uh, <laughs> is that your way to... episode one. <laughs> <laughs> That's your way of telling me that you're not talking to me tonight. Yeah. You've got the hunt. Yeah, so we'll spend the, the rest of the night on Reddit. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so this has been lovely. <laughs> Please do send me links of anything that you think I might enjoy um, so I can include them in future po uh, future podcasts. Because obviously, although I do spend significant amount of time browsing reddit and mumsnet and twitter and facebook yep <laughs> all forms of social media um yeah please do send me anything you think i'd be interested in don't forget to hit subscribe so you can get told when our next episode is available so when we take our next break you'll then get notified yep. that it's not out <laughs> um and if you enjoyed the podcast please do leave me a rating it would be very nice of you um it's lovely to see so many lovely listeners as well and hello america because there's lots of you i just waved then I, I saw that yes hi hello america <laughs> hello america um you can also leave us a voice memo mm. this is underused please send me a voice memo i get i will wet myself with excitement if i get any voice memos because <laughs> i get a little email as well which will tell me you've got a new voicemail. Like, oh. yeah. you can even send something rude i mean we won't use it but no, it'll make me laugh yeah and I do love to laugh. Um, so simply go to anchor.fm forward slash redheadreads and click send voice message. It is that simple that to simple. do. It's so simple that I did it, didn't I, a few episodes ago? Did. And if I did. can do it, anyone can do did it. Did I have to help you? I can't remember now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, I, don't, I think it was that easy that I managed to do it all on my own. Oh, so brave. I know, right? <laughs> Check me out. So you've been listening to Elaine and producer Dan. Yes. And we're saying goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye.